0: Hey there, I'm Andrew Baxter, and this is the podcast Knowing the Unknown, a show that talks about urban legends, conspiracy theories, myths, and the secrets of the world. Welcome to another episode of Knowing the Unknown. I'm your host, Andrew Baxter, and with me always is the yaba to my Dabba Dabba Doo.
1: Kenny Soto, what's going on, guys? You guys, uh you enjoying that cold weather here in Texas, man? It is freezing my nuts off.
0: Dude, it's super cold. Like, I'm downstairs in my apartment, and it's still cold. Like, I have Maybe a Maybe you should
1: be upstairs, because if I remember right, in high school physics,
0: uh, heat rises. Yes, it does. But the delivery guy delivers to the front door, which is downstairs.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, uh... I was out like driving and shit, and we got this little like misting going on. And I was like, ah, who gives a fuck? Little misting, little rain, who gives a shit? I get completely oblivious to the fact that it's cold. And next thing you know, I was driving sideways.
0: Oh, God. You, you hide. No, well, it's not hydroplane. You hit ice. I guess so, man.
1: I was uh, coming back. Was it uh, 37 to 90?
0: Mm. Did you see that horrible car accident up in Dallas?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, dude, I saw, like, people's cars get obliterated by those 18-wheelers.
0: Yeah, dude, that sucks, man.
1: I'm not sure what caused it. Did you Did you find any extra information about what caused
0: it? I think it was ice. I think it was just, like, slippery roads and just they couldn't stop, hit the brakes.
1: That's just supposed to go easy on the brakes or kind of pump them when
0: it's that like, cold. Well, when you're an 18-wheeler, I don't think there is easy on the brakes. Well,
1: was it the 18-wheeler that started the accident?
0: I'm not sure what started it. I just know it pretty much ended. it. <laughs> I, think I would not want to be in front of that.
1: So um with all this freezing cold there's always been one thing on my mind is um so this uh you know like Ireland's pretty far up north, right? Like mm-hmm. Britain, Ireland and all those countries they're all Scotland. way up there, right? Scotland. Yeah, Scotland too. So um the, things get really cold up there, right? Mhm. Would you say the lakes freeze over? Uh, yeah, well, I could. I would say that. Yeah. So, if the lakes freeze over, what happens to all the uh, the, the like the fish, animals in the water?
0: Mm, they freeze too.
1: So do they just freeze and die, or do they freeze and wake up when it thaws out?
0: You know, I've never really understood and you know you see all the movies whenever they thaw something out of the ice you can bring it back um because it's preserved in the ice and the science behind it is technically i think you could if you could get all those things to restart again to restart the heart and get things pumping get it down to a temperature you know uh, maybe, maybe what if i
1: told you uh frogs- Uh, certain species of frogs can um, basically, uh, they, they burrow themselves slightly under the ground in the dirt and they allow themselves to be frozen into ice cubes and when they thaw out, they just wake up.
0: Oh, I didn't know that. I mean, it's kind of like bears too, you know. Bears, they do something with their own metabolism when they hibernate to where they don't have to go to the bathroom for like months.
1: I could not exist like that.
0: (laughs) <laughs> but you know, yeah, changing people's or not people, but I mean any organism, they're changing your your biology. Um maybe, yeah. I mean Captain America did it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so um these uh frogs, they're amphibians, right? Right. Or are they or would they be considered reptile?
0: Mm, they're for amphibians.
1: So amphibians would be uh would you say they could be pre, uh prehistoric?
0: I would say amphibians would be closer. I think reptiles are closer to prehistoric, but amphibians are like the second cousin that you can still kiss.
1: <laughs> so um, if the lake doesn't freeze over completely, do you think it just ices over at the top or it's like ice cubed all the way through?
0: It'd have to be really, really cold for it to, to freeze all the way through because, you know, that wind is what really, you know, that bite that bite comes from the wind.
1: So what about the idea of, um, animals or, uh, reptiles or amphibians or the ancestors of this surviving, um, what do they call it? The great breeze.
0: What was it called? The ice age. Yeah. In the ice yeah i mean there was that one fish and i can't remember the name of the fish for the life of me and don't ask me to because it's a long you should
1: air- know fish because you're asian and that's what y'all eat everybody
0: eats fish what are yeah you but that's like y'all's about?
1: main thing it's like fish and rice that's why y'all's babies are always fat
0: that's why we live forever too <laughs>
1: <laughs> and that's just pure stubbornness. <laughs> but there was Have a. Have you seen the scowl on what's his face is, um, Andy's face? <laughs> <laughs> so this like, fish that they found. Money, no time for death.
0: <laughs> this was, dude. You know, Asian people and money. God, don't even get me started on that.
1: Yeah, especially them Koreans.
0: <laughs> so it's the chinese lunar new year and what are you supposed to say to somebody on the lunar new year or on the new years you're supposed to tell them happy new year right yeah well, well asian people literally will tell each other um in chinese i forgot the name how to say it but in korean you're supposed to say like say book money which literally means i hope you get rich that's how much we care about money. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing about your health or uh, good fortune. Just get rich. Get rich. <laughs> we don't even say happy new year. We just say, I hope you get
1: rich. Right, like, so what does it mean to be, um, like, it's uh, the year of the ox, right? So what is the Chinese uh, zodiac? or Is that zodiac or what is that?
0: It would be, yeah, uh, you could call it the zodiac.
1: So oh. wait, what is it? Why? Why do they, Where do they come from? Oh. Uh
0: god we're going way back oh, um, you don't know your culture i do kinda except that's chinese but what's the difference oh here we go with your well, you guys all read and conquer each other over distance. and over
1: here we <laughs> i feel go. like
0: y'all's cultures should overlap really re- all right well tell me what it's like in spain in spain <laughs> they were forced
1: to lock themselves up and uh live in the house with dead corpses of their loved ones during the beginning of the pandemic,
0: so it's the year of the ox. <laughs> Um And some people choose to believe, you know, that those things have significant meanings. Um, there's e- they even go in depth, dude, like depending on what year you were born, like the specific years, there's different types. You could be a water ox. You could be a fire ox. You could be a brown ox, a black ox. Like for like- I'm
1: obviously <laughs> a brown ox. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, for instance, for me, 1990, uh, I was a I'm a white horse which I think like every 200 something years or whatever, the animal's a white horse or whatever it is. And it's supposed to mean like I'm carefree, <laughs> wild, you know,
1: whatever. White
0: horse. Yeah, I'm a white horse. <laughs> That's the only
1: thing you'd ever be considered white in the rest here. the the black sheep.
0: <laughs>
1: you must not have
0: seen my legs. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I'm actually an ox myself, man. You're an actual ox? Is that what you're asking? Yeah, <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. I didn't yeah, know yeah, there. 1985. I'm an ox. Uh, 85. Um, well, so technically, it was actually what you know. Since we're talking about the history, it was created by the Jade Emperor back then. Um, well, kind of. But
1: why are they ending. called Jade Emperor?
0: Because that's Jade was like the rock back then you know how like now it's all diamonds and everything else but you know over there if i
1: would be the sapphire emperor
0: you could then you would have to be like african i think because yeah, so i'm
1: gonna buy some land in ireland so that i can get the title of lord
0: but the ox was actually really valued dude and, like it was like huge in agriculture and hard-working and honest you know that's pretty much what a an ox was meant to be. It's actually the second animal even. Wow. What what year were you born? You said 85?
1: Yeah, man, don't rub it in. I'm old.
0: So you're, you would be a wood ox.
1: (laughs) I do have that. (laughs) You would be a wood ox. (laughs) I don't even know what that means, but okay, I'll take it.
0: Uh, Wood ox is uh, multi-talented and live like a breeze. Um, They're very difficult in the beginning uh like on the outside you know it's all rough and everything but once you get past their rough exterior it's really smooth on the inside well
1: you've known me for a long time does that actually fit yes oh my god
0: you are really hard to get to know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so um anyway, back like we were talking about like this old stuff, right? Like old time back in the day. So, you know, like in Ireland you had like uh you know, of course they had titles and stuff. So right now I found this website where you can actually buy like a plot of land and it'd be like a one foot by one foot square. But that's enough land for you to have the title of Lord or Lady, depending. Sorry, Alphabet Club, it's man or woman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um You can do this in Ireland, right? And I was like, oh, shit, wouldn't it be badass to get some land by the lake? And I could just go stand in my little square and stare out over a lake to see some awesome ass stuff. Maybe some uh, prehistoric creatures that people tend to think that are still around.
0: Well, it might be cool to live by a lake in in Ireland, but if you're living by a lake in Scotland, you might want to be super careful, especially in the Scottish highlands.
1: Why? Why is that?
0: Because of the Loch Ness Monster.
1: Oh, the Loch Ness Monster, man. From or what Ness- I hear, it's just like a
0: fucking fish. Or Nessie. Mm-hmm. Or in Scottish Gaelic, Ulhibichais <laughs> Loch <laughs> Now, come on, tell me how much practice does it take? i don't know if i even said it right but all right so the loch ness and i'm not going to say monster um because you know that's demeaning the nessie is a cryptid or crypto or in cryptozoology which is the next part of our series of of cryptids and it's actually scottish folklore and it's said to uh, inhabit the loch nest Lake in the Scottish Highlands now it's often Described as large long Necked and with one or more humps Protruding from the water
1: It almost sounds like they're describing you <laughs>
0: <laughs> Especially the word protruding I like that word
1: uh, I was thinking of the large because I was Thinking the gut <laughs> It's basically you Doing the backstroke is what people have seen <laughs>
0: <laughs> There is stuff protruding It's too cold for anything to protrude right now, though. Well, popular interest in the belief of that creature has has varied uh, since it was brought to the worldwide attention in 1933. Not the first sighting, but the first interest started getting uh, traction in 1933. Evidence of its existence is anecdotal, with a number of disputed photographs and sonar readings. Even the scientific community is having a hard time disproving or approving the Loch Ness Monster phenomenon.
1: You know, actually, um, the first written uh, account of the Loch Ness Monster was during uh, 565 AD. And it was written in stone by this dude. uh, What the fuck was his name?
0: St. Columba.
1: Is it O? Because I think it's with, it ends with an A. So I was like, hmm. Anyway, this dude like wrote down a story that he saw this beast attacking or monster attacking uh, people in the water. And he literally he said, be gone. Go back. <laughs> and it stopped.
0: <laughs> could, could you imagine like going up to like some weird monster and just be like, stop it. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> I imagine that's what Gandalf's little whole uh, – your shout out
1: fast scene is all about. <laughs> <laughs> Except some dude with the fucking top of his head shaved bald and the reverse bowl cut style with the robes.
0: Yeah. Well, Saint Columbo was an Irish missionary or or an abbot, uh, which pretty much is the same thing. Um, and he did abbot. yell at it and to say stop, but there's like a lot of people that say like uh, you know, and this might get a lot of controversy, but they say that that story was told so that um the the monster was evil, and that a person of Christ uh stopped a monster with God on his side.
1: Yeah, of course, some thought he was something was evil.
0: Yeah, he had yelled like, "Go no further! Do not touch this man! Back to the depths of hell, whatever." Um. So yeah, that's like the first written. Thing, but it goes further back than that, man. It goes back into ancient times, man.
1: Oh, definitely way back. It was just uh, this is the first real account of it.
0: Yeah, like rock carvings and symbols of Scotland medieval times, like the Vikings and all of them. They depicted animals like that and other animals that don't even exist today or you can't see today. Um, like dragons? And- like dragons?
1: They say um, dragons are probably real. Some people believe that and that uh, modern science and archaeology are actually covering it up. Because uh, dragons would uh, disprove the fact that there were dinosaurs, and then some people believe that uh, dinosaurs and dragons existed at the same time. And you know what? I believe it to be possible. And you want to know what my theory is? Yes. So... May Whether or not they breathe fire is completely out of the question. I have no fucking idea. I do believe that they could have existed. And some of these uh, ferocious dinosaur bones that we get, like, you know, like for sure, like they've never actually um, found a complete skeleton of uh, Tyrannosaurus Rex. So like uh, animals like that, um, they usually only find bits here and there. And they've kind of just filled in the spaces with what they believe. And then as far as the bones go, and then they get some artist, So some random jerk off can go and look at the bones and draw a picture of it. And that's what, uh, that's how you get the appearance of these animals. I believe that these fragmented bones and, uh, well, not all of them, but some of them, especially like a T-Rex. What if that head was actually a, uh, a, a, a fucking dragon head and the rest of the body may be gone because maybe like birds, their bones are pretty hollow and brittle. So they don't like survive well through weathering and you know through time and all that kind of thing
0: yeah I mean that's that's like what evolution right evolution
1: or um I don't know uh like he uh, can't even say we evolved they say the supposedly there was 10 or more different species of man and all of a sudden just our version is the ones left alive some say it was evolution some say it was breeding others say uh like, you know, like interspecies erotica kind of stuff. Uh, Others say um, that we just basically killed off all the competition. So maybe the uh, uh, dragons had, uh, with the brittle skeletons, couldn't compete with the dinosaurs and they died out.
0: Well, and that brings us to the other theory that, you know, Kenny had brought up whether or not an animal could have, you know, lived in that long period of time. So the Scottish Highlands um, and and uh Loch Ness Lake what it is is imagine a giant U and when i say a giant U i mean huge it is the biggest lake in the northern side of europe huge and this U goes and it's like 800 something feet deep it's wide it's long and it's strong and it gets the friction on (laughs) (laughs) so this lake is humongous and what they have said was long long time ago was that that was actually a glacier um and that the land was actually underwater But with the water movements and, you know, global warming and whatnot, and then the Ice Age melting, that the land had came up and the glacier had melted it down, pushing the, you know, land up. But the water had remained. And apparently Nessie um, got stuck in there after the ice had melted because of this whole ordeal. Is it plausible? Maybe, maybe not. But that's how the Loch Ness monster got into Loch Ness.
1: You know, some also say that because there's also been sightings of monsters in the other lakes around the area, some people believe that it's possible that these lakes are connected through um, underground tunnels, if you will, and uh, Nessie uh, kind of just passes through each area, and that's why we have multiple
0: sightings. Multiple sightings. We've had, there is like over one, well, there's over like 13 sightings a year, but in total, there's been over like a thousand different sightings.
1: Oh, fun fact, that guy in 1933, what was his name? Uh, Oh, my God. Was it Robert Kenneth Wilson, who allegedly took the first picture of uh, Nessie? He came out after a while. I think it was him anyway. He came out after a while trying to say, oh, no, it wasn't him. It was somebody else. Sorry. Uh, The other Okay, the dude that took the picture after a long time
0: was like, uh, it was fake, guys. Oh, you're talking about the, the surgeon's photo.
1: Yeah, there you go, the sturgeon's photo. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that was like in 34. But um okay, you know what? While we do these cryptids, I just had an idea, Kenny. Let's do Yeah, the, We're all
1: over the place, bro. <laughs>
0: yeah, when we do the cryptids um and and all of these other things, let's do it on a scale of 1 to 10. Um at the end of the episode, and we'll go 1 from being not more likely not true and 10 to being probably no, it is true. One okay, is okay. not true. 10 is true. And then in, at the end of the episode, we'll figure out, you know, each one of us will go in and we'll say how likely it is that it's true or that it's not true. You know,
1: true. you should have warned me about that beforehand.
0: <laughs> but all right. <laughs> so... I mean- um- So let's get into, uh, I'm not going to go into in-depth, I'm not going to do a thousand different sightings, but I'm just going to talk about a few of them. Uh, 1973, first major sighting, legend grows, lakes in the highlands. A couple said they saw a great beast in the water. Monster was inputted by the newspaper. They didn't have the term monster until the newspaper, the courier, got involved with it. Um, August 21st, 2016, that's more recent. Ian Campbell was out biking along a lake path, took pictures of two creatures, not just one, two. Another man, who was also there at the same time, who calls himself Mr. Smith, ooh, uh, was there the same day with his wife and took a photo of two creatures 10 meters in length. They use meters over there. I don't know what that is. June 22nd, 2017, Jackson Frank took a picture four miles south of Ergot Castle which is in the Scottish Highlands, at 4.15 p.m., five minutes, that thing was above the water. November 2nd, 2017, Dr. Knight and his son was on a cruise boat, took a picture of a fin. August 8th, 2018, these are getting more recent, a 10-year-old took a picture while they were driving on the road. September 5th, Tom Smith took a picture. December 13th, Ricky D. Phillips took a picture. So, with all these people that are just nonstop stop seeing these pictures and, and there's things in the water, there has to be something in there, right? Yeah, <laughs> but, it, but it can't be the Nessie. Well, come on. They've done a DNA
1: tests in the water. They've even like they launched... And they DNA test and uh, they see what kind of DNA they can find in the water. Like, uh, They find fish, frogs, and shit like that they've also found something else that's kind of interesting and it's a a species of eel in the dna that they have not detected before so there's a good chance that maybe nessie isn't uh like a dinosaur like we want it to be but maybe nessie could possibly have been is just some version of a giant eel
0: it could be you know like think about it um well they what was it that the dinosaur that they said if it was a dinosaur it would have been um
1: Oh my god, dude! I am not trying to pronounce these kind of fucking names.
0: Um, hold on, hold on. It's in my notes. A plesiosaur. A plesiosaur. It would Is have it been one who
1: the uh, people.
0: <laughs> um, if it was a plesiosaur, <laughs> <laughs> I heard. I heard it. I, you try to get it by, but I heard it. <laughs> uh, yeah, so a, ples- a plesiosaur uh, is a giant dinosaur lived in the water, but the difference was is that the plesiosaur's neck was way too stiff, and all these pictures or whatever had shown that this the neck was shooting out of the water. Uh, but the body was still underneath, and it, as a plesiosaur, yeah, with the small head, right? Yeah, and a plesiosaur, it their their neck could not have gone above the water without their body. Um, but a plesiosaur was an air breather; it needed to come up for air, kind of like a, a a whale or whatever. So maybe that's why Nessie pokes its head up.
1: If it needed to come up for air, would that have made it a mammal?
0: Mm, not necessarily, um, because. Frogs breathe air, but they're not mammals. Some of them can breathe in the water, yeah.
1: They breathe through their skin, bro.
0: Um, I don't think it would make it a mammal, but I also think what if it what if Nessie's asexual? What if it doesn't need anything to reproduce? Well, how does it then? It lays its eggs and fertilizes it itself. What if? Here's
1: my thing if say if Nessie's real, I would say either it can cross land or there are a network of tunnels that it's passing through to get through the different areas because an animal that big living in a lake, do you think it can really survive on um whatever uh food sources there in that lake, especially with all the pollution probably killing everything off?
0: So that lake had about 17 to 24 tons of fish in the lake. Um and technically, with that amount of fish, you could only keep maybe 10 Nessie size animals alive. And what,
1: what size are we talking, Nessie size? Are we talking like alien? I mean, uh, elephant weight, like a few tons or what?
0: Well, that's the problem. All the pictures of Nessie depict a giant, you know, a chubby body or whatever. A um, massive animal, bro. Well, they're saying he's like six feet. really in length i mean so a lot of them are saying six feet a lot of them are saying bigger um if i honestly had to think of nessie i would say it's probably the size of a cow a cow what Mm -hmm. are we
1: talking a few hundred pounds then
0: oh yeah at least six i mean that's about what you weigh (laughs) (laughs) yeah about yeah um not 600 pounds though jesus well, anyways, you're definitely on your way. In 1987, they did this thing called Operation Deep Scan, and they had boats that went across the lake from- Are you talking from,
1: about the sonar?
0: Right. And they went from, from edge to edge boats just across this entire lake. Um, and they were doing this sonar expedition, and they were trying to see if there was anything in the water. Um, and they did find a large object underwater moving. Yeah, but that
1: turned out to be a movie prop at the bottom of the water.
0: They also took a picture of a giant flipper that was underneath the water. Supposedly. After
1: all the enhancements, it looks like a giant flipper. If you see the picture beforehand, it just looks like murky water, if you ask me. I, I, mean, I mean, I want this to be real, but, I mean,
0: you know, you got, you got to weed out the fake. Then again, the water was actually, in certain places, deeper than what was originally recorded.
1: Oh, yeah, I have seen that, so maybe Nessie's got like a, well, if Nessie has to come up from air, you would think it gets seen more often. It, it's it been
0: seen over a thousand times. Yeah, a thousand times, though? And over how many years? How do we know that if, okay, let's say Nessie has a, a lair or a cave down underneath. There's not an air pocket that's down there.
1: Hmm, an air pocket. Maybe. Would you think it's only a freshwater animal?
0: Um. Yeah. Well, it's no. Like how
1: far is the lake from the ocean?
0: Oh, man. Um. I don't know. Do you think it'd be too far
1: for it to cross over? Like maybe it migrates. What if? Here we go. Here's my one. What what if. If it's landlocked. So what if they, it can get to the ocean? Right. Right. And the Lochness, uh, the lake is actually the nesting ground.
0: Oh, that would make more sense if you think about it, like if the I only mean, times if it's seen, you know, certain every times a year,
1: Well, like how like every so many years at a at a specific time of the year, like uh during the summer or the spring or the winter or whatever. And if it's like, a, we, we should actually look into that now and see like what time of year what is it like in the beginning of the year? You know what I mean? And start looking because if we start seeing a pattern there, maybe this is like it coming back, shitting out some babies and then going back out. Cause we don't even, it could, it could even, it might not even be a, uh, what they call it, have parental instincts. It could be one of those animals that shits its babies out and moves on with its life and the babies live or they die.
0: Oh, I think they're super. I think Nessie's super smart. I think they're smarter than dolphins, dude. Oh, But, you know,
1: like dolphins are
0: smarter than us.
1: Oh, Nessie's smarter than everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Like dolphins and whales and uh, even elephants, they've all been proven to be smarter than humans. The only difference is uh, we got thumbs and we figured out how to bend the world to our will while everything else seems to uh, live in harmony with the planet.
0: So, like, it, dude, okay, let's, let's backtrack here just for a second. Loch Ness Monster. They are still discovering new animals every day. Yeah, new it gets a lot easier when we're burning down their homes. New different species. They, they, that fish that I was talking about earlier, it had joints in its fins. It moved like a shoulder, not like a regular fin that goes like forward and backwards. It had joints to where it could go up and then grab it, so it made it faster. Now, you can call it evolution or whatever else, but this was like a prehistoric fish. Its fins moved like a shoulder, which means that it was smarter. And this thing was huge. Um, but it Oh, had- you want to talk about huge? Have you seen the recently I
1: saw uh, that they um, discovered a shark that can live like... Five, six hundred years, and it's bigger than a great white, and it lives down towards the bottom of the Mariana Trench. It actually swam by one of their little uh, platforms where they were doing studies. And based off what they caught on the camera, they're saying that this thing is huge, like, like 30, 50 feet long.
0: So you, are you, you believe that that shark is real, but we hadn't seen it since whatever? We didn't know it even existed. But nobody's seen it in since you know f- forever and we're like okay well now we see it now we believe it how come loch ness is that far out there now i'm not saying the original loch ness that was seen in in 565 ad by columbus or whatever his name was uh i'm not saying oh speaking of i need to apologize for the past seven episodes when i keep saying lance armstrong his name is Neil, goddammit. His name is Neil, okay? For all those haters that were out there saying that I keep fucking it up, I know his name. Who cares? It's Neil. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I told you someone was gonna call you on that shit. <laughs> like I warned you, bro. I was like, yo, why do you keep saying Lance? <laughs> Because
0: he's famous too, okay? Give me that at least. I wasn't saying some random dude's name. All right, Jimothy Lance Armstrong, the third.
1: <laughs>
0: Jimothy. Jimothy.
1: Poor bastard.
0: All right, so Loch Ness. Yes, it could be a dragon that lost its wings and now lives underwater. Evolution, could, bro. Yeah, it could be a dinosaur that that's that yeah, could be a dinosaur or it could be a giant a eel e- a giant eel that developed flippers um you know I just I don't I don't know well, some
1: enough. eels do kind of have like fins
0: are you talking about like on the on their top and bottom right yeah I think so don't they don't
1: they, and some in the ocean don't they use them to, like uh fin like uh, appendages to uh kind of like scoot themselves along the bottom of the ocean? Oh, uh, you're talking about the flat eels? Yeah,
0: yeah, they do actually.
1: So, honest to God, I think there's something there, whether it's the uh, dinosaur-looking thing or not. There's definitely got to be something there.
0: That's probably it's, just imagine like a hippopotamus and a giraffe <laughs> and had a baby. Speaking of hippopotamus, it uh, back? It was in the seventies.
1: Or the was in the 30s? Oh, it was in the 30s. They, they found uh, tracks, like footprints, leading out of the lake. Because um, they had like all this uh, publicity and all these popular people were out there trying to, like, uh, detectives or fucking journalists trying to act like detectives. But they found all these footprints and they're trying to say that it was the monster's footprints. And guess what they were? What? They were some dude... With one hippopotamus foot cut out, and he literally went out there and like walked with it on, and made the footprints. <laughs> 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 How fucking stupid is that? Well, when you want the publicity, you know. Yeah, you got publicity for being a fucking retard.
0: <laughs> so going back, the only thing that really is against. Nessie being a hundred percent real, or the species of Nessies being a hundred percent real, is just because nobody's actually had evidence of seeing it. Okay, let's talk about the water again, dude. On the on the surface of the water, it's it's really you know clean or whatever, but it gets dark real quick. Yeah, it's super murky. Yeah, it's because like the 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 water or the 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 rocks and the mud that's around it. It makes the water super murky.
1: And something about the way, uh, the, way uh, the wind hits the surface of the water causes a lot of turning and some special formation of waves. Like, they're like abnormal waves. They kind of only happen in rare circumstances.
0: Yeah, and the water over there, it has a year-round temperature. It's chill. It doesn't refreeze, um, it, and it doesn't heat up. It stays at 5 degrees, like, all the time. It's super weird because it's so dark underneath that sun won't heat it up and it just stays that cold all the time. So
1: it's something has got to be turning the water in there, keeping it all murky, right?
0: It's, it's the, the, the land around it. There's a certain set or sedimentary rock or whatever that goes down in there and creates this dark, like muddy, murky, disgusting thing, which those mud and everything else has, Some organisms in there or whatever that feed the fish, and the fish then feed. It's the circle of life type thing. So there is food. It can, you know, keep Nessie alive, I guess. So you're saying there's an uh,
1: ecosystem that should be able to sustain one or two of these?
0: One or two, definitely. Five to ten pushing it
1: Hmm. what if they're the kind of species that eat their siblings in the womb like uh some sharks
0: (laughs) maybe hey check this out check out what i just found out you know your theory that it might uh be able to go underneath uh whatever because we can't see it it's too goddamn dark down there but it could go underneath and go out to the lake and come back yeah loch ness the actual uh valley um that was carved out by the glaciers during the Ice Age, sits on the Great Glen Fault Line.
1: So, earthquake activity?
0: Uh, Or volcanic activity? It could have earthquake, it could have volcanic, but that means that there could be holes and craters and tunnels everywhere.
1: Oh my god, dude. What if... What if... Nessie is actually an animal from the inner earth. And it's using like, like hollow earth stuff, man. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, fucking Godzilla has been traveling the planet back and forth and he gets through the earth so quick and easily because he goes through the hollow earth uh, where oceans kind of connect from one end of the planet to the other, like a shortcut.
0: Godzilla, like, the movie Godzilla, yeah. Have you not watched him? Uh, I, mean, oh, I, I, watch- I
1: understand why you wouldn't watch him. You're probably scared. He was probably <laughs> like, uh, what do you call it, like uh, the boogeyman for you? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I watched like the first
0: one. You gotta watch the second one. So are, are you telling me that you're leaning more towards Godzilla's real than Nessie? I'm leaning towards they exist in the same universe. Oh, like those animals from the... What is it? Um, Oh my god, what was the name of the movie where they made giant robots to fight back these giant monsters? Um,
1: Pacific Rim. Except that was uh, a rift between dimensions or galaxies. I'm talking just like a hollow earth. There's a hole that that Nessie can travel in and out of the oceans, wherever it wants to go. Mm, That could be true i mean science has already proven that uh there's more water somewhere underneath the uh, the ground and the oceans like the what do they call it the surface of the planet basically that there's more water underneath the surface of the planet than there is on the surface like a whole fucking uh massive ocean underneath everything
0: uh yeah definitely we haven't even been able to what Search or yeah, what do they
1: call it? The tectonic plates, and then we have all the layers of the planet, like the crust, the mantle, the core, and all that shit. We'd never even actually seen what's in there.
0: Yeah, and we probably never will, to be honest, because it's always shifting and moving around. It'll probably change every time we even get close to looking at it.
1: Right. So what if that lake is connected to the the inner ocean and Nessie comes in and out of there?
0: Um, it's not far-fetched it's less it's not as far-fetched of a theory as nessie being a dinosaur in a lake <laughs> right all right so i gotta ask kenny scale of one to ten one being it ain't true get the fuck out of here or ten being that shit is true where do you fall on that scale and why okay i would say
1: uh seven okay i go with seven because i feel like it it could be true um i feel like this is the kind of situation where this animal could have existed at some point in time uh there's no way of knowing if it could still exist like i can't see a way for uh the animal to have um or the species to have uh like uh thrived and ex- continued to exist with um our constant building up and uh tearing down the natural environment around there without people having uh caught one or gotten like clear undoctored footage of it
0: that's a that's a valid point I, you know with technology nowadays and all these different people and that probably is a huge tourist attraction thing um you know, definitely somebody would have been able to have seen and taken a better document of it. Because if it is a breeding ground, you know, it would have to go back. Right. So I think
1: it's plausible that it existed at some point in time, but not necessarily anymore.
0: Um, what know, about you? For me, I'm going to have to go with a five, man. Oh, even less than me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm on a five. And the reason why I say I give it a 50, 50 chance is because there's two main reasons. The first main reason is because it's an underwater animal and underwater animals are so much more harder to, to find, to, to, to study to 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 whatever that you need to do underwater animals are so hard which is why we keep finding new ones all the time because you know our time down there is limited and there's such a vast it's huge waters everywhere obviously we all know there's more water on the earth than there is land so i mean yeah that's that definitely is is hard um and that's the only reason why it moved up to a five. Now, what's keeping it from going past a five, in my opinion, is because I think commercialism, tourism, and and just people trying to, to make money off of something like that is more likely than an animal's hiding in that big blue. I feel like Scotland and the highlands and all that um use that as a tourist attraction to get people to go up there. Because other than that, why the hell would I go there? It's cold. It's, it's, it's murky. It's rainy. They eat haggis. I'm not a fan of haggis. You know, I mean, other than going up there and seeing a beautiful scenery, what else did they have? Well, we got to get somebody to come over here. Boom. Loch Ness. So I give it a five, man.
1: I feel like that's fair, <clears throat> but I still, like, like I said, I don't think it may not necessarily be the dinosaur, and it could just be a different species of giant eel, and which would also um, explain why we can't find it, because eels can lay in the water for as long as they want, and they can lay still. Uh, if we're out there taking pictures and whatnot, it may show up as just a log on the bottom of the water.
0: Or what if it... Buries itself under the water, like some of those eels do. Oh, and the angelfish! I think it's called an angelfish or angel shark or whatever. Yeah, they burrow,
1: and they're like they just they pop up and they suck all everything up in front of them and hope they catch the fish. <laughs>
0: yeah i mean there's so m- and that's the hard thing dude is like this water is so dark it's so dirty it's hard to see anything and it's underwater and there's no way i mean sonars pick something up and then i was like oh we found this then again we don't even know if they did find nessie and then they moved it to a more secure location because it's an endangered they place. It up and took it to a zoo oh or, or- <laughs> Or some billionaires
1: got private uh, area
0: <laughs> one of those giant um what is it those like area 51 those places
1: <laughs> yeah i get what you're getting at well I mean, you got poor reach but i get it
0: <laughs> well again you know there was you know this has been another episode of knowing the unknown um we started doing cryptics if you haven't been able to tell um, Kenny, what are we doing next week? Uh
1: next week I have no idea, man. I think uh, you're the showrunner. I
0: wrote it down somewhere, and I don't remember where. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can we do that thing with the uh the skull head? What skull head? We were talking about it last week.
1: It was like a uh, some crazy looking monster guy with antlers and a skull head.
0: Oh, I know what you're talking about. The windingo. Yeah, the windingo. All right. Well, there you go, guys. Next week, we're doing the Windingo. And how it's related to Andrew. (laughs) All right. We'll see you next week. Bye.
1: (laughs) Uh, Thanks for joining us on another episode of Knowing the Unknown. I'm Kenny Soto.
0: And I'm Andrew Baxter. Join us next week as we continue to dig deeper into the secrets of the world.